The following film commentary is strictly for people 18 and older. It discusses film content that is patently adult, perverse in nature and pushes the boundaries of good taste and sanity. It should not be viewed by anyone. Welcome to the culture, your campy, irreverent source for retro fun. We love 80s horror, comedy and sci-fi. We also love talking about these great films. Sometimes we stay on topic, other times not so much. So pop in a VHS tape, adjust the tracking and join in on the conversation. Happy Friday! We're here! We survived! We did it! We did it! We did it! What did we do? We did it! <laughs> well, what we, we made it through another week. We made we it through a week. crazy film. So, yeah. we're here. Where, we're where here. am I right now? <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Alright, Caleb. Just sit in the corner and drink your juice box. It'll be okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> we'll move on. Anyway... Welcome, everyone. It is the Cold Show on a wonderful Friday evening. Yeah. We're here yet again to talk pop culture, I guess. Is this film pop culture we're talking today, or is it just pop, uh, <laughs> pop a cap in your ass? I don't know. What would you call it? <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know. Is any cult film pop culture? I mean, I guess I, I don't know. Don't ask me these hard, impossible questions of society. Okay. Well... Mm-hmm. Let's put a pin on that, and then we'll decide once we're done. Put that in the parking lot. Put Put that in the parking lot. (laughs) Scoot it on over. So, Sandra, are you drinking? Hey. Oh, my gosh. I am so excited about my hydration, you guys. You guys. So, I have my favorite cup. I have a lovely straw. Straw, so I don't mess up my lip gloss. I have my herbaceous N.A. gin from Seed Lip. The garden that I love so much. Got a nice fizzy water happening. Then I have from my own garden <laughs> lavender and rosemary. I wow. I did a model. I did a model. Of nice. the th- and I, and That's I a very fragrant them. drink. Oh, it's delightful. And it is, wait for it, delicious. <laughs> awesome. Good Excellent. job. Thank what you. a kale throw together. Uh, yeah. Same old, same old. The, the interesting thing is I'm using my, my, my Beetlejuice tiki cup mug thingamajigger that Michael got I me. love that mug. Uh, so thank you, Michael, for this. I'm finally getting around to use this. Sorry about that. Uh, inside, so I've got uh, a bourbon and ginger. Nice. Oh. The old... Stand by. <laughs> like mother used to make bourbon and ginger for the children. There you go. <laughs> and like my mother never made me, but probably should have, because maybe we'd have a better relationship now if she had. <laughs> <laughs> I have I have bourbon, fresh squeezed orange juice, and uh the vanilla again. So I, this is kind of my think, go-to. I think talking about parental child relationships like that should just be the new theme of our show like that's just what we do now yeah we (laughs) just like (laughs) we lure people in with like a film and then we're like ha 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 group therapy yeah so what did your mother really think of you yeah let's get on the phone it's gonna be kind of like a dr phil moment maury povich vibes 
<laughs> so we're gonna find out whose parent is really who. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like do DNA <laughs> tests and shit. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. <laughs> so everyone in the chat, pee in a cup and send it to Sanders' house. So then we'll have your DNA. Yes, I have a lab. I'm not gonna sell it on the internet to strangers. <laughs> Why would you even suggest I was with gonna pictures do that? of her feet? She would never do that. <laughs> oh my God, it comes with a picture of a foot. <laughs> Bye now. Oh, you can make a killing if you did that. Oh, man. <laughs> it's a lot more work than people think. <laughs> all right. Well, cheers to all the foot fetish urine folks out there. But Takes a village, right? Uh, Takes a world. Friday. Chin chin. Oh, uh, we're back. We're back. We're back. Uh, we're back. All right. We're so, back. let's see. Sandra, I guess. Yes. Uh, can you let us know what happened this week in your life? Oh, I don't have a lot of really exciting things to share. Um, saw you guys because we actually watched this film together. Um, not the first time I'd seen it. Uh, first time for y'all, though. So that was kind of fun. Um, I think, well, let's see. That's probably the most thrilling thing I've done all week. Tell you the truth. Tell you the darn really? truth. Well, I'm, re- I'm reading a book for genre junkies next week. Yep. But, you know, and how to interview and read another book. And well, like your interview is kind of important. Well, yeah, but it's not out yet. Oh, you can't talk about it. Oh, okay. It's not out yet. Okay. It's out till early May. Oh, okay. But Never stay tu- stay tuned. Okay. How Pretty big guys? interview. Yeah, it is. Huge. <laughs> Huge. <laughs> All right. Caleb, what about you? My turn? All right. Yeah, um, I started watching uh, on Amazon uh, a new anthology called They, um, about a, um, a black family that moves from can't remember which north or south carolina yes. uh, takes place in the 50s they moved to um compton california when it was all um uh white and very racist and prejudiced and you know um but then there's also like a horror element going on that um i'm only i think two episodes in so i don't really know what's going on not that i would give it away anyway but um it's it's called it's, them not they them, them. sorry <laughs> thank you <laughs> i don't know them, what they is them them <laughs> <laughs> um, and then uh let's see also i got my first uh uh vaccine shot uh, yesterday got the good and, juice uh, so far so good i'm i'm feeling <laughs> all right the kids call it the out the Fauci ouchie. Yeah, that's what it's the called. The kids are going. Oh, yeah. Okay. So yeah. I, I, I not just the kids. I think uh, a lot of people. I've heard a lot of good names for it. But oh. Fauci ouchie is my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I got mine uh, a while back. Yeah. I'm all done. So's Neil. Yes. Like, so yep. half of the cult show crew are fully vaccinated, and the other half are one shot in. Yes. And then one pretty quarter, good odds. That is pretty good odds. And one quarter of those is not feeling very well today because of said flu shot or flu shot, excuse me, COVID shot. So ouchie, Fauci, ouchie. Yes, yeah. they're Fauci, yeah. ouchie. So yes, poor Scott. Poor Scott. Poor, is, poor Scott. Uh, Producer Scott, he's, he's in sick bay. He's parked in sick bay. 
He is. I mean, I he's know. here. He's yeah. Come around. on, McCoy. Come on, Crusher. Get on it. <laughs> Whoever's on <laughs> the job of this fleet. I don't know Star Trek well enough. I can't keep this up. Uh, yeah, nine either. But so, of yeah. course, Scott's got. He, he watched a film that didn't so suit him <laughs> so much, very well, however Did you want to say it. And he got no. the poor, he's not feeling so good. So he got a kind of a double whammy this week. It's not been his best but, week. Yeah. So please send him all the pictures of feet and urine that you can to make him feel better. <laughs> so, But don't do it here. <laughs> do that on your own time. <laughs> do it somewhere else. All right. Not in our chat. Yes. Um, and then... Caleb, was there anything else? I'm sorry. I don't want to... No, no, no. That was... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. Um, And then I can't think of anything else that I watched uh, other than, of course, the film with you guys uh, as well. So, yeah. We can keep it nice and short. The one thing I didn't do was see who was in the chat. I totally forgot. Who's in that chat? Who's over there? And say hello to everyone. So... Who is it? Well, our good buddy Mark Visions Truth from East Washington is with us, and he got his first shot as well. Get that shot. Uh, I guess today it looks like maybe. So awesome. Um, and we also have Laura with us. Hello, Laura. Laura. Sir hey, Hungry ma'am. is in the chat, all the way, of course, from Australia. Hello. Michael B., the wonderful Michael, Hi, Michael. B. Yes. Hi, Michael. Hello, Michael. Uh, Kelly, our good friend Kelly, who also got her shot yesterday as well, her first shot. Oh my gosh. Spooky fam getting shots. Getting the shots. All right. Uh, Mindy. Hello, Mindy. The horror addicted. <laughs> Mindy. Same girl, same. Yeah. Pismo over in, well, in Pismo Beach. Pismo, Pismo yeah. <laughs> Redundant, yes. Yes. So... Fine. He's in a, in a in a wonderful godly place in California. <laughs> Makes it sound like he died <laughs> and went to Pismo. Um, <laughs> Looking for that afterlife. That's right. Get that and I think so far that's it. That's everyone that's with us right now. Could be some turkey lurkies out there. There could be. Yeah. They Say like to They, uh, they want to talk about martyrs with us. Yep. Uh, okay. Um, Otherwise, let's see. I want to go back to. Did you guys? I read this thing this week. I thought was kind of interesting, and that was. Did you guys know that before Tom Hanks was cast in the film Big, Robert De Niro was actually supposed to play the role of Josh Baskin? No, Jesus, no! (laughs) That is fucking hilarious. Can you imagine? And that was it. Was going to be a have a little bit of a darker tone to it, of course. (laughs) But I guess Raging Bull. And big. Yeah, I mean, it's Cape just great. Fear, big, big Cape Fear, or whatever you want to call it, you know. <laughs> oh but, my God! I, I mean, uh, I love yeah. Robert De Niro. I know we all do, but yes, mm, yeah, it's so funny how movies go through different tones and you know vibes and stuff before they get made and and all the way there. Um, but yeah, damn, but damn on that one. <laughs> no, I mean, just think of. I mean, because that, that, that's the film that pretty much cemented Tom Hanks as like being a bankable yeah. lead man, you know what I mean? And yeah. getting and going from there. So, I mean, right. not, he probably still would have become su- successful in everything that he is, but that film would have been totally different. No question. Yeah. I mean, it's funny that they, once he do got you, cast, do, they do you added, think Bobby De Niro would have still danced on the big keyboard? You know, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to remember now if it had mentioned, if that part was written for Tom Hanks or if it was already in there. I, I don't remember now. 
but perhaps it was improvised. Mm-hmm. But it was an inter- it was an interview with um oh Joss what was the, what's the gal's name Lee Gallant Perkins Elizabeth Perkins yes I don't so, remember and she and she's like I guess had confirmed it or brought it up or something so it was kind of it was kind of cool. <laughs> Just it's really oh, funny a different movie that would have been. Yeah, I feel like seriously. that's an SNL sketch, like just waiting to happen. <laughs> I think it's perfect. Yep. And is that one... kind of? Oh yeah, I like it. This is more like instead of this week in entertainment history, it's like random fact, random fact. Throw it at us. Yes. Like, random, random facts. Yes. So you said that there actually. Yeah. So thank you. There is no this week in entertainment history because I, you know what, just you know what, it's getting a little tired. Maybe we'll. Make it a not an every week thing necessarily. We'll, we'll see. But um, and, and Neil's tired. People, he's open in theaters left, right, and center. Yeah, and and grant things and everything in between that's going on. So busy. But but this one thing kind of funny happened to me, and I go, oh, that's gonna be a fun story for the cult show because at least I think it is. We'll see what happens. But <laughs> we'll see how it goes over. Go on. Okay, so all you guys, get your Pulp Fiction hats on real quick. Let me grab okay. it. Okay. <clears throat> Got it. Perfect. It's on. Okay. Yeah. So, um, I was, I was, um, trying to clear up a billing issue that we had with our supplier of our projection equipment because we, uh, paid for it with credit card and then they also sent an invoice. And so I was trying to like write them an email about, you know, this, this issue that I have. And so our technician, you know, her name is Bonnie. And so I actually started writing in their subject line, the Bonnie situation. (laughs) And then then I just like started laughing out loud to my, like in my office. It's like, holy crap, I actually have a Bonnie situation. (laughs) Oh my God, that's perfect. And it's perfect because like, did you keep it as a subject line? Um, I, you know, I don't remember if I did or not now, actually. I don't well, know it's if a I... wonderful little Easter egg because it like, it's it's the truth, but it's also like people would notice it. And it's funny because it's like a film company thing. And Right. That's true. I don't remember if I kept it or not. I'll be quite honest. So, but anyway, I just, but I don't know. It was irrelevant things. if you did or didn't, but, you know, still yeah. awesome. But, you it know, did. Like it. you said, I you tickled my own situation. At least the wolf didn't have to get involved. So, nope. Yeah. Luckily it was. That's kind of a bummer, actually. So, no, it was all it, worked, it all worked out great because you know they called me, we talked, everything's fine. But Bonnie's great. Love Bonnie. no Bonnie's wonderful. Yes, Bonnie's wonderful. Bonnie's awesome. <laughs> so, and if she knew right now we were talking about her, she would be very, very embarrassed. <laughs> so, oh no, Bonnie! So love your her face would get all red. <laughs> Your cold show famous, Bonnie. She is. <laughs> anyway, so um, yay, Bonnie. Yeah, Bonnie. Go, Bonnie. Um, go, Bonnie, go! Okay, that's it. That's all I got. So I'm going to let Sandra okay. give us some uh, entertaining, uh, what do you call it? Education. Give us education. Yes. Let's go yeah. Now put on your <laughs> thinking caps, children. <laughs> put on your little, you know, those little hats that you wear when you graduate? Yeah, the graduation yeah, hat. Put, the, put that on. Cap and, cap and tassel. All right, taking my yeah. cold show hat off, hanging it up. <laughs> Put this Putting one on fiction my, off. my cap and yeah, tassel. pull fiction off. Yeah, put right. that up to the side. Cool. So Ready this was. <laughs> so this da, was my. Da, 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 da. No, no, we're not graduating yet. That's going to come <laughs> at the end. That's you will uh, matriculate at the end of the episode. Um, so this was my pick because I like to throw a grenade into a situation and just see what happens. Um, I like to be a bit of a Satan and just see what develops. It's fun for me. 
And um, if you recall, I was hoping to see some people cry today. I wanted to drink tears. Yeah, not just um, cry. <laughs> collect tears, drink yeah, them, keep them in the them. vial. Yeah. Yes, all yeah. of that. Um, and in fact, if you're crying in the chat or watching this when it's not live, send me those tears instead of urine. That's <laughs> my request. Um, so I picked a very famous, infamous, polarizing film. Like, literally, people either love it or hate this film, for the most part, which would be Pascal Langer's Martyrs. And that is one of those names, Langer, I'm sorry if that's wrong. Normally, I work really hard on my French pronunciation, but my my tongue just won't make that shape. I I don't know. Um, (laughs) And for those who uh, remember, too, we have a chameleon. His name is Pascal. So yeah. he was um he was like, Oh, you named you named a lizard after me? And I was like, No, I actually named it after the lizard and tangled. But I mean, that's cool that you y'all share that name. That's great. I love that. So to talk a little bit about martyrs, I first wanted to talk about the subgenre of horror of film that is this this movie. So um this is considered, and I'm sorry. For those of y'all that know this, but for those who don't know this, you, you might learn something. I don't know. So this is considered new French extremity, uh, new French horror, uh, new wave French cinema. Um, people get very particular about which one you use. So we're just going to keep it pretty free-flowing and open. Not ready to die on the hill of what new French extremity is exactly defined as. Um, I would recommend that you read the book, um, Films of the New French Extremity by Alex West. It's a fabulous book. Um, I am a fan of the New French Extremity, my dear self. Um, It does not have to be horror, but it is generally horror. So these are films that um, depict a lot of violence, a lot of body horror. They are still French art house. They are psychological. Uh, They are generally just very brutal and very transgressive. So that's kind of what they all have in common. Often sexual, not always. Always violent. Um, A lot of times people lump it in with uh, what, you know, you would call the American torture prawn. We're going to call it torture prawn today. Um, it is not, though. <laughs> I mean, it's arguable, it's semantics, but it's technically considered a different subgenre. But a lot of times those things get uh, stirred together in a little stew, in a little nice gumbo. Um, some films that you may have heard of, and again, like these are just some that I jotted down that are often described as new French extremity, new way French horror, French extreme, uh, that some people will be like, no, that one is... No, this one isn't. And what about... Like I said, people get real, real particular about this. I'm not ready to die on that hill. I just want to talk to you about it. Uh, Trouble Every Day. High Tension. Raw. Livid. Shaitan. Them. 29 Palms. Frontiers. Irreversible. In My Skin. Revenge. Inside. Man Bites Dog. And of course, Martyrs. So those are the ones you'll hear a lot. Um gets kind of confusing like Gaspar Noé is often considered part of it too even though he's lives in France but he's not French see it gets very like how particular do we want to get here people but that's just kind of a little base education for you 
So um, Pascal is an interesting character. He has not done a lot of things that I've seen. The other film that he's done is um, Incident in a Ghost Land, which I enjoy. I think it's pretty fun. And The Tall Man, which I fell asleep during. So I don't know exactly if it's always going to be a love affair between he and I. Um, but I fall on the side of loving this movie. I take a lot away from it. Um, and I think it's a really important part of horror history and horror cinema to um, to talk about. But I totally get that for a lot of people, this is too extreme. This is too much. And it um, makes them sad. <laughs> so basically, <laughs> uh, Pascal wrote this film. He wrote and directed it, uh, Martyrs. It's a story of Anna and Lucy. Um, the two meet as children in an orphanage where Lucy arrives after having been tortured and managed to escape her captors. Um, she is extremely psychologically damaged by the situation. Now, as adults, uh, the two women are in love. Lucy goes to get revenge on the people who tormented her. And then things get real crazy. She just gets real. Yes, it does. <laughs> I love the silence. Just yes, it does. <laughs> silence. Anyway, talk nice. to me, people. Talk Great to job. Me. Talk Thank to you, Sandra. Talk to me. Very yeah, good job. No, oh, I'm here for the education. Excellent. Always. Good job. Good job. As always. Uh, you can move your tassel Let's to the it. other side. Okay. You have matriculated from the Cold Show's School of Education tonight. <laughs> Yay. We are now new French extremity graduates. <laughs> <laughs> This is what roofs. everybody wants to be. <laughs> Boy, where does one start? Where does one start with this movie? <laughs> That's the question. Uh, yeah. It's um, <laughs> it's really a lot of people consider it two or three movies in one. He uh, yeah. he definitely made it to be kind of in sections um, that are very different from one another. So there's kind of that. There's also just kind of like. How did you feel? Did you need to think about this one for a few days? Are you still thinking about this one days later? Talk yes. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> talk, talk to your Aunt Sandy. I mean, since Wednesday, since we all watched it, uh, I've, you know, been thinking about it. I've probably been dreaming about it. Um, <laughs> uh, I feel like somebody just had an idea that was like, I know, that was right? idea well, sound. <laughs> but I don't know if everyone else heard that or if that was just us. Anyway. Um, Group delusion. All right, so here goes. <laughs> this is a beautifully made movie. Uh, it, um, and I'm going to say that I actually um, had, I liked it in a weird sort of way, but I can't recommend that anyone ever watches this movie. <laughs> you're more on that side. You're more on that. You're more like, on the I'm, pro. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of glad I saw it. I will never, ever, ever watch it again. Um, and I, and I can't recommend anyone else seeing it, but I did walk away from it going like, huh, that's I'm pretty. I'm thinking, I'm that's, thinking. That's, that's thought provoking. That's, uh, yeah. <laughs> Pascal just took his like little director and writer stick and like poke, poke you, <laughs> poke you in your gray matter. Like what you got in there? What do you think, Caleb? So, yeah, if you're listening to this and you haven't seen it, don't watch it. It's great. <laughs> it, um, yeah, it's a, it's a lot. It's definitely a lot. I Best. mean, I don't, yeah, yeah. 
That was the same. Scott. That's for that's the that's the credits at the end <laughs> for the end of the show. Yeah, <laughs> if you're, if you're I thinking, mean, a lot don't of watch a, it. a lot of um, film fans, especially <laughs> horror fans, have seen it. But that because it came out in 2008, so it's been a minute now. There's also a right. god awful American remake that I could not finish. I was like, why would you? Why would you? Why would you? Why would you? On so many levels. Next. Um, yeah. Yeah. How about you, Neil? What's your just immediate? Yeah, God, I'm. St- I think I'm gonna be like I'm gonna be on the fence, and I'm not gonna no. fall on either side. No, I'm just take because I don't stand. I, no, I honestly, I, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't hate it um, at all. I didn't hate it at all. Um, and I feel bad that I don't, I don't feel like it was like crazy extreme. Like maybe it's cause I heard so much wow, about Neil. it and I, I, like I knew so much about it already. Maybe that, that had me ready for anything. Um, so I'm like teetering, like my, you know, you know what I mean? On the thing there, um, it is, it's, it's extreme. It's incredibly depressing. There's nothing happy about it um nothing is going to redeem you at the end and make you feel like you know oh i'm glad i sat through that whole thing because that was a really good payoff it's just kind of like you you make it through and you're like um okay well <laughs> i guess i'm just gonna stay in the funk that i'm in because of this movie kind of thing but that neil's being said, got the funk <laughs> neil's got the funk. funk so um <laughs> that being said it was beautifully it was beautifully made it was incredibly well crafted, uh, very well produced. I liked the editing. I meant quite a bit. There were some shots. There was some editing done in there that I thought was really well uh, edited. Um, the special effects, of course, the makeup effects were top notch. Yeah, um, everything about it was well done. I loved like sitting next to Scott and Caleb, and towards the beginning, especially with the you know the the shriveled thing that uh, uh, Lucy was seeing, and they kept like, you know, oh, no, or, you know, <laughs> no, thank you, no, thank you. you know, Jesus! Like, kind of stuff, like, you know, where, and, and that's like, I th- and then you and I were on the other side, Sandra, where I was like, okay, good, good, I like this, is great, it's creepy, and it's weird, and it's, you know, I like this kind of stuff, you know, and so, so honestly, I'm, I'm like, on, I, I'm on the fence, like, I would say, you want to watch it, watch it, you don't want to watch it, don't watch it, but I wouldn't tell you not to watch it, so I'm literally like, you know, I'm right there, perfectly b- balanced, right on the fence. <laughs> I think it's really funny, and a lot of people are going to think you're a sociopath, Neil, for saying you weren't that affected by it. Like you didn't think it was that extreme. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think a lot of people are expecting me to say something like that, and then you just said it, and now I think you're on an FBI watch list. So there's no, kind of that. <laughs> I, you know, I think, and this is, and and um. Uh, Mark Vision's Truth and Hungry made comments in something earlier this week that said, I wonder how much Cannibal Holocaust is going to come up. And I feel like if you yeah. can sit through Cannibal Holocaust, you can sit through anything. Or, right, or like right. you and I, Sandra, had the, com- the little conversation that I've seen Faces of Death many, many times. I watched it over and over as, as a demented child. And then I've seen Cannibal Holocaust, which I don't like, you know, because of the obvious reasons we discussed. But if you can sit yeah. through that, something that's not real you know what yeah. i mean it's just it's just a story and it's just and it's and it's makeup and it's good acting and it's and it's you know you know good cinematography right but this is not ripped from the headlines this is not something that really happened either i mean i know people things like this do really happen, happen to people, right but it's not it's not like that yeah i agree and as somebody who has watched not faces of death but i've grown up watching some 
fucked up shit on the internet. <laughs> I mean, probably worse than faces of death. Well, probably um, then if you have, if yeah. you if you've grown up in the in the era of uh, chat roulette and live leak and rotten.com, rest in peace, rotten that's no longer with us. Um, <laughs> like you see, you see a lot of that. That You've stuff. seen some and things. I've seen some shit, man. <laughs> seen some shit in, in my life. Yeah. Um, but I, I agree. So in, so in a way, it kind of doesn't quote unquote affect me as much either because it's, I mean, it's different. And I mean, Cannibal Holocaust, it's, it's an apples to oranges situation. It's both very, very different movies. What they both have in common is that there's gore and violence. I mean, yeah, they do have things in common, but they're they're wildly different. Um, I mean, for one thing, in Martyrs, there's no wild animals that actually get killed. Yeah. And by the way, and have you forgotten, Aunt Sandy's going to remind you again, if you're upset by Cannibal Holocaust because of the way the animals are treated, you should be a vegetarian like me. Anyway, I digress. Um, <laughs> let me get off my soapbox. And then I'm back on it again. Um, but yeah, so that's um, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, a lot of people, you know, before this movie became so famous, uh, you know, they watched it and they, they thought that it was a different thing because it does start out with that kind of creature vibe. Right. You know, with and you fairly quickly for most people figure out that it's um, not real. Right. Yes. It's something in her mind. And so and you're kind of um, Anna is kind of in the, you know, our proxy as the audience to be like, oh, well, maybe this happened to her. Maybe this didn't happen to her. Maybe she kind of is misremembering something. She doesn't really believe her, though. I mean, she knows something happened. But I mean, for what Lucy would describe, I'm sure it's for most people too extreme to be believed if someone told them that that this happened to them, you know? Yeah kind of the fog of trauma or whatever um so we have that and of course you know all this this lovely little suburban very upper class i should say uh french family having brekkie mom's out back working on the railroad back there with their little hammer uh very adorable french toolbox very promosal the whole thing it's lovely and then you know lucy comes in with the shotgun blows everybody away especially i mean i think she she was gonna kill the kids regardless probably did not have witnesses but it's right. you know it's very poignant she asked the boy how old are you he's 18 and she disappeared was it 15 years ago so Didn't and i mean the it. thing is, yeah and the thing is too is mm, i think those kids knew i don't think they knew the full extent because i think you have to kind of be accepted into the cult this is just my head canon but um I think it would be impossible for them to not know, right? So I think they're just guilty by association. And all of this people got off way too easily <laughs> with, with mere gunshots. Mom got it a little rougher. <laughs> a little bit. She got a little she got a little leather she, uh, face hammer to the head. Went, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I, the, I don't know. I, I I gotta say that that scene was set up brilliantly though, because I mean yes. they introduce the family. They give them all like pretty much a little bit of background. So oh, you think, sure. you know, I mean, your guard is down because, you know, you think they're being introduced as like important characters to the plot. And right. Yeah. You know, just the way the dad opens the door, you know, um, and then Lucy's just standing there with a shot. He just boom, just. Yeah. <laughs> 
And you know what, too, is like not expecting that at all. And and the hubris of these people that they've gotten away with this for so many years and never kind of had this happen. You know, I think that's kind of telling. Like, I mean, this this family, they're kind of the caretakers of the estate, you know, and it's like the audacity, the audacity of this cult that they would just be like, "Mm, it's fine. Like, we're rich. We're white. We have a lot of money throw money at problems probably makes stuff go away takes people society won't miss and it's right. you know like it's it's telling in some ways right like who these who these people are um and that was i think i don't want to totally jump ahead but towards the end <laughs> caleb even said something like these people are very white <laughs> so like when they're all like emerging out of the cars it's all these like geriatric white French people with like really expensive foreign cars. Yeah. I think, I think I actually said like, you know, goddamn rich white people or rich yeah. old white people. Or I something. think we were all shaking our heads. But. We're like, hate them. <laughs> hate them. <laughs> yes. Yep. Surprising oh, no one that that's who's behind this, this debacle. Right. So the, so the, uh, I almost think of them as sisters, even though I know they're not obviously not, um, well, right, because they're like girlfriends by blood, right? but they grew up together once they were in the orphan base, the orphanage. Right. Right. So I, I'm probably going to refer to them as sisters several times, and I know but they're they not are girlfriends. No, this isn't that. Oh, film. were they? Yes. Oh, yeah. see, I didn't get that. I I know that I the even, one. I know that sure, Anna tried to. Sa- I even said in my wrap up, they're in love. Oh, okay. Well, I said that. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I was probably in, t- in the chat again, probably typing. To the to the people, so to the people. But anyway, <laughs> but, the girls, okay. the ladies, the women, the the Anna and the Lucy. Yeah, is that something that you that was? I mean, where did you get that in the context of the movie that that they were in love? Well, um, Anna kisses Lucy. Right, and then the Lucy kind of like is like no. So. Yeah, but I th- I think it's not because she's not interested. I think it's because. Of the situation. So you don't know. As, as that point, as yeah. viewers, we don't know why she was. You know, we don't know exactly why, but I mean, it's um, it is generally suspected by people is that they have fallen in love with each other, and um, you know, kind of like when Anna's on the phone with her mom, you know, she's like, you just follow that girl everywhere, and blah blah blah. You know, it's kind of indicates more of uh, a relationship. Hmm. Um, okay. Yeah, but I mean, uh, most most. People who watch the film surmise that they're in a relationship. Mm, Okay. I I see. I didn't take it that they were in a relationship. I took it that um, Anna definitely had feelings for Lucy. Right. Um, And I also just sort of felt like each woman had no one else. They only had each other. Well, that's definitely Um, true. Yeah. and, And so during this extreme situation, Anna sort of like, I mean, this is how I took it was that Anna was taking her shot and it was like the wrong, the, the wrong time to do that. So, Not right. the that's, time that's, to shoot your shot, Anna. That's what I was thinking. too. I, I think that's why I like, uh, maybe that's also another reason why people do assume they're in a relationship is because that'd be weird if she was shooting her shot. But, yeah. um, but I, I imagine too, that Lucy, well, no more so, weirder than the rest of this movie. <laughs> true. Um, and, and, uh, poor Lucy, I think she's so damaged that she can't really be in a relationship, you know, right. Poor, th- poor thing. I mean, she's been tormented by this 
monkey on her back this this demon this haunting thing and besides what happened to her is the fact that she left somebody behind and what that does to somebody and you do hear those harrowing tales in real life of people who had to leave somebody behind and you know or escape a situation and the um the torment that that would cause one um, I think that's an interesting theme that I don't think is explored enough in films and books of that kind of survivor's guilt. Because I think there's a lot of good stuff there. Character yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So Absolutely. Yeah. So it's a, like, so for those of you on the, at home <laughs> listening or watching, it's basically she's seeing the visions of this woman that was still chained up in the same situation that lucy was in when she was young but do you think that in her visions of this person they became more emaciated and or in you know with an issue or is that what she looked like then i, I couldn't really tell. I, I, I think but. it's hard to tell like i mean it's well we know the lengths they go to in this cult right so i mean it's very possible that is exactly what she looked like and you know probably broken joints and broken bones and emaciated yeah. and everything else but yeah, I mean, it's it, also it's also possible that she conflates it in her head too. Yes, it was. Yeah, it was a very when it was meant to be creepy, it was creepy because it was chasing her in the beginning of the film. And yes, you know, so it was it was a good it was a good kind of like yeah, nice little creepy uh, supernatural ish tone in the very beginning, I guess. A little bit of a red herring. Them. Yeah, yeah as pretty much. Like where we're going with this. Yeah, and exactly. um, the first kind of hint that we get, and we'll talk about it more at the end, the final chapter, that there's a lot of um, ambiguity and interpretation uh, to the events that we're seeing. Um, then there's kind of the the middle chapter there where Anna shows up and she's trying to dispose of bodies <laughs> kind of trying to help the mom because i think not only because she's a good person and she's um anna obviously has this major caregiver complex and yes, wants to rescue major. things and 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 help things um and help people and heal them but I, I think that's also and i could be wrong but i think to me that was indicative of that she didn't totally believe lucy like she had her doubts if these were even the right people Right. she's like, how can you remember 15 years ago? You know, like she says that. Um, oh, yep. but she was right. You should have believed her. <laughs> <laughs> you should have, I guess. Maybe looked after her a little more, perhaps. But Lucy is an unreliable narrator, though. So I guess I can't totally blame her. You know, she's kind of like, she also thinks something's been stalking us her entire yeah. life. So, yep. yeah. Um, but those are really interesting scenes there in the house of the interactions between the two, um, a lot of tension, like in those scenes. Um, yeah. It's because, you know, things are kind of building towards something. And again, the first time you watch it, you're like, where is this going? Um, is not like in a bad way, but like, are people going to come home? Are they going to get caught? Like, what? where do we go from this house? Right. Yeah. And I think I brought up a number of times, like, why are they still there? Why are they still there? You know, I like, right. <laughs> you know, like it was and, making yeah. me feel uncomfortable right like get in the car you know, get in the car like, yeah you know you don't stick around at the scene of the crime you get the hell out of there leave right you know i think there was a naivety to that especially from anna because i think she's like oh we're in this big place out in the middle of nowhere 
you know, I'm sure it's safe enough because she also didn't really think that this house is the murdered cult chamber of death (laughs) is and then she also is like well you know we'll just take our time and lucy's got to like kind of collect herself a little bit and you know it just kind of shows her i don't want to say her lack of urgency because she was kind of hustling around that house getting those bodies out in the ditch but um (laughs) her her lack of like consequences like yeah yeah i think think lucy was also feeling a little um maybe relieved because she thought she was ending the curse or the haunting or, you know, whatever, whatever you want to call that. Um, Right. Right. So she thinks she's like in the clear. um, And then you discover that she's not. (laughs) (laughs) Not at all. Right. And she's kind of like, she's, you know, trying to like placate the, uh, the demon, if you will. I don't know what else to call it. The figment to be like, look, I did it. I even killed the kids. Like I, I did it. I did the thing. And, right. but I mean, she doesn't even fully believe it herself, obviously, because she ends up, um, taking her own life. Yeah. 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 Um, then, which is also again, kind of shocking. And yeah. then again, <laughs> after she takes her own life, Anna needs to leave. She needs to get the fuck out of that house. You know, she just she calls no her reason mom. Why she should stay? She spends the night there. She calls her mom the next morning. She calls and, her mean, abusive mom. Right, who she hasn't talked to in two years. I think the dialogue says, and um, yeah, yeah, and then that's her mom doesn't she, approve. Yeah, of her life yeah. and her lifestyle, and um, the, but I mean, there's the. <laughs> Obviously, to move the plot along, she does stay because that's how she finds the um, secret passageway to Narnia beneath the, t- <laughs> <laughs> the stereo or whatever. Spoiler alert, not Narnia. James McAvoy is not there in a little red scarf being super adorable. There's no Jesus lion. No, but she doesn't go through a closet. There's no, no. wardrobe for her no to wardrobe. get yeah. through. <laughs> no. Okay. Instead, she finds a literally blown up art size, like, <laughs> glissé prince or something of, yeah. like, the cult's handiwork over time. And, of course, Mademoiselle breaks it down for it. Oh, this is when we did this. Like, she's showing her, like, a friggin' slideshow of the vacation. Like, look at the eyes. Look at the eyes. And it's like, oh, my God. So you pretty much find out really quickly there is a cult. These people are not fucking around, Anna. And um, you... You don't want to be there. And they're also explaining everything to you, which is a really bad sign because <laughs> that means they do not intend to let you go. Um, and we also, I mean, you kind of have to, if you watch this movie with people, break the tension a little bit. And I like to point out the chair with the hole in the bucket underneath. Anytime you're in a movie and there's that chair with the bucket, it's bad news. Yeah. Yeah, bad. I mean, you're not you're not I going anywhere for a while. That's when you should <laughs> leave good. the house. When you see yeah. the chair at the bucket, you should leave the house. Yeah. Or so. even without the bucket. Remember in the James Bond movie with Daniel Craig, the guy who swings the thing and hits his junk. Mm-hmm. Yep. That I, was. I, sh- yeah. I sure do. Casino Royale. That was Casino Royale. I mean, yeah. anytime there's a chair with a hole, <laughs> it's just bad. <laughs> it's it's bad. bad. Get out. You know. Unless but unfortunately, Anna, it. when she first goes down there, she discovers that they have another young woman down there already she's got to take care of him because that's how <laughs> yeah. Anna and, is. and again her caregiver complex kicks in and she has to bring this person back up to the ground floor she has to give this person a bath 
She does not at any point call the authorities. Nope. (laughs) I think, you know what, I think, well, I mean, I don't know what she could be thinking, what would be going through her head, but she's probably like, can't call the cops because then I'm going to get in trouble, right? Because there's all these, like, dead bodies that I helped hide and my friend who said she was going to kill people and she did and, you know, but I... Well, it's, should, it's yeah, it just yeah. is a domino effect of like nah, you still just call of, the number and then leave, you know, like that woman wasn't going nine, nine, nine. I mean, first of all, she had like a metal face mask over her eyes and then like another metal ridge oh, that thing. into her head, which, by the way, if they're looking to, you know, their whole goal is to to have these people, these women, um, like become martyrs where their eyes roll in the back of their head and you know they see the afterlife or whatever why would you put a metal plate over someone so you can't see their eyes well because remember there has to be a whole (laughs) process that takes over body and mind so maybe because i've thought about this a lot so i think (laughs) (laughs) you know just after watching this movie a couple of times over, over so many years um you know it sticks with you i think that they were like you know, they kind of would have like a little committee and they'd be like, how do we want to try the next one? Like, how do we want to do this? And they'd kind of like make their decisions. And they probably were like, well, we've never tried one where we kept them in darkness with that okay. and then taken it off later. So that was like step five of a 10 step process. Yeah. I don't even remember what number that girl is. We don't know exactly. But, you know, they've gone through so many Oh, I think it's iterations. been a lot. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm pro- I mean, clearly they just put up the pictures of their favorite, but Mademoiselle has this whole, like, creepy flip book of, <laughs> of all the cases that they've done. Yeah. Um, anyway, that's my opinion. And I mean, she, that, oh, God, with the thing over the eyes, and then she has, like, kind of like a metal diaper thing on, too. It's just, it's so gross. And it's so, like, you just look at it, and you're like... Oh Jesus! That's yeah. really that's really bad. All of the makeup. And then in when this she movie. starts oh. prying the the bolts out of her head with the screwdriver, we were just like yelling. We're like, maybe don't touch it. Maybe don't touch it. <laughs> <laughs> and we we're also kind of you know again trying to make light of the situation with that, and then also like just drawing her a bath. It just felt very European. Like, let me just comfort you. Um, we can't go to the cops. We can't go to the hospital. I'll draw you a bath. Perfect. Right. Which Put must have felt tea. wonderful on all of those cuts all over her body, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> oh my gosh. It I imagine it feels like when you have paper cuts and you use hand sanitizer, but I can't confirm that. that no, I, I yeah, fuck. Yeah. Science. No, you're good. Yeah. I just spit. Spit tape. Yeah. Spit tape. <laughs> um all of the makeup in this movie, we kind of talked about it. I mean it's so good. It's so good. It's so effective. And we all love um, practical effects and especially makeup effects here at the Colt Show. Um, I I would be pressed to find better makeup, especially like, um, well, when Anna gets skinned. Um, like, what is, what is better than that as far as not like a creature or something, you know, from the imagination, but something based on actual human anatomy? Like... That's effective. It looks that was so real. pretty cool. So, for those of you yeah. that have not seen it, uh, Anna, who has already been beaten and force fed, and um, she gets taken into a room, put on sort of a metal contraption, and all of her skin is peeled off except for around her face. So, it's just like, um, she is flayed. 
Yeah. I believe we call that being flayed yeah. in the in the biz. Um, <laughs> but it looks really real. Like, like it's really sticky. real. It yeah. looks Ooh. sticky. Like there's a lot of plasma. There's a lot of goo. It is so effective. Um, yeah. So that's, I mean, that's a pretty, pretty important part of the film. That's where a lot of people um, kind of tap out and say, I'm out with this film is the horrific uh, torture that Anna goes through. Um, it's unrelenting. It's unkind. It is, um, is not pleasant to watch. By any and means. it goes on. I mean, I didn't it goes time on. It, but I mean, how long is, is that? Like twenty minutes of just her being beaten and tortured, and look, well, yeah, and it's and it's like every instance is like a new day. So it's it's like right. really kind of um, you feel yourself in her in her shoes a little bit because it's just like you know what's going to happen each day of of how awful and this just um, repeating hell. That's going to happen to you. Um, yeah. Obviously very effective, which was his intent with, with that. Yeah. Um, and we're also starting to see at this point glimpses of the cult, which um, kind of, well, I mean, not kind of the cult is my favorite part of this film. I love cults, <laughs> not like being in them, but just like watching movies about them. It's like my favorite subgenre of horror film is cults. <laughs> Um, we are cultists here at the cult show. Cults, anybody? Cult, the cult yeah. of cult. Yeah, and um, <laughs> you kind of uh, you kind of see like that um, these people have their really fucked up ideology, and they believe it very much, um, which is like I said, kind of my favorite part. Also, I think kind of the most poignant part of the movie is kind of these lengths that people will go through a group of people an ideology a religion or whatever to um you know they feel so justified they feel so righteous um righteously inclined to carry out their mission and their work um despite what it does to other people despite what it's um doing morally they feel like they are so um, special. They feel so like they they have the right to do this. And in this really, really fucked up way, you know, these women that they do this to, these females of all ages, these are their martyrs. These are their holy people. And they treat them horribly, but it's because they have this really twisted love and reverence for them. Um, I find it very fascinating. Like just thinking about the cult kind of sends me spiraling down a, a rabbit hole clearly of like, you know, how, how, like obviously like they, they got to this point and, but you know, cults and people believe crazier shit. Yeah, true. I mean, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I guess I'm just a little unclear of what it was. I mean, I know what they were trying to do. They want to see that they can get this person to sort of transcend and sort of like bridge this yes. world with an afterlife. But right. What do you see to witness, which is what they say at the end, a martyr to witness right, yeah. is what a martyr is. But I mean, it just kind of makes me think like what, okay. So let's say there is an afterlife mm -hmm. and you don't have to be a good person to get there when you die. So then this whole cult has, is only, inflicting pain and suffering and it's meaningless because everybody goes there eventually right does that make sense 
But I mean, if, I, if, yeah. if, if, if there is an afterlife, but you have to like follow rules, religion, um, they're mm-hmm. kind of breaking all the rules trying to see it. And then therefore they wouldn't go. Well, I think, um, I think you're kind of casting the cult in a little bit of a Judeo-Christian light when that's not necessarily the point they're coming from because they could believe in any sort of like what they see some sort of reincarnation or maybe you jump on a fucking unicorn and like, I mean, like maybe you ascend to another planet, Um, you know, like they might not be thinking of it as like a, a heaven hell capacity. Um, I think they're thinking of it very broadly. Like they just want to know if there's anything coming. Right. Like after, um, is, is kind of my interpretation, my interpretation. (laughs) I guess I just like that. I mean, I don't know. To me, that just doesn't make a lot of sense. (laughs) Like I, I like I understand what you're saying. I I, yeah. I I get that, but like their their method doesn't um justify the means, I guess is what I'm well that's cults for you. Yeah. Well yeah, obviously <laughs> they have weird ideologies, right? <laughs> Neil, you were you were saying, darling, you were saying Yes. I was <laughs> trying to get in there, uh squeak in about I mean the fact that they were all elderly people i mean to me it makes it clear that they were all looking for what's on the other side what can they willing to pay any price obviously not about for anyone right a pound of flesh to figure about out the flesh. You know, <laughs> what is on what is on the other side so they can feel better about when they make that transition which is of course what right mademoiselle does once she finally hears gets whispered to by anna about what's out there and then she's like oh this is awesome Ka-blam! <laughs> no, and, oh well hold hold on but, we're gonna come we're gonna come back to that but I, i'm not hold done on. let me real yeah. quick if yeah. i can before okay. I, i'm gonna forget otherwise um Uh-oh. the flaying of anna uh is somewhat reminiscent i think you could tie it to hellraiser uncle frank in the first totally one, Jul- yeah. julia and the second one when she comes back from the mattress it's a similar thing like that yeah, like I can say, except that she had her face left, which makes it creepier when just the yeah. skin of your face you know, creepier. Is, is left on versus the whole body being. But it's had the same like the veins and all definitely very wet and yeah. juicy so, kind of so thing juicy. going on. Muscular, um, musculature. And, yeah. And then what I wanted to say about the film in general, this is the stuff with with uh, Anna, the torture that she was going through. For me, that was the most brutal part of the movie was not. Not the effects, but what was mainly when the, the man kept coming in and just punching her and beating her, and like oh. to a point where he would like knock her unconscious and then let her fall. And as she's on her way down, he would punch her again as she's on, you know, falling down. That was the worst for me. Was just the brutality of this man just kept, you know, a big big guy, yeah. you know, just kept like beating the crap out of her day after day after day, kind of thing. And it was right. you know, that was that was the worst part because they kept showing it, you know, right. day and yeah. the next day and the next day. So, but a hundred percent. And there's, there's something interesting going on with, you know, we know it was the woman and the husband and the kids that were kind of the caretakers. And then these people kind of get promoted to it. This guy and his wife to be the, the caretakers and the torturers of the next martyr. Um, kind of weird. I'm sure that's a position of high honor in their cult. I'm right. sure it's like, Oh, like one of the, like the biggest things you can do. Um, and to see that brutality mixed with the tenderness and the reverence they have for Anna after she dies and well, she murders and then she dies is like 
really disturbing. It kind of like makes your skin crawl because you're just like, they, they, again, they just felt so justified in this that they were like, they're acting like, oh, she's so lucky. Like, you know, oh, we're so thankful for our sweet, precious Anna. And it's like, you have a real messed up way of showing it, people. Real, not okay. Um, so we should talk about the end. And that's why I said, we'll come back to that, is um, that the end is very interpretive. The end is wildly interpretive, very ambiguous um, as to what Anna says. Right. And if she is telling the truth, <laughs> if she's <laughs> lying, um, if she and how Mademoiselle takes that and why she decides to um, deliberately, very deliberately um, kill herself at the end. So it could be I mean, it's it, it's so many different ways. Like it, it could be I kind of always liked it as the way that Anna kind of complied did what they wanted to do because they explained it to her. <laughs> like we, and you know, and she has the conversations with Lucy in her head about letting go and, you know, just kind of retreating into her mind, basically. Um, I always like to interpret it as that she lied to Mademoiselle in some capacity. She just wanted to kind of um, fuck her up a little, <laughs> like one last kind of time. And she could have said, there's nothing so that, you know, to kind of foil them. She could have said, oh, it's so great when there wasn't anything, again, to foil her. Um, she could have told her, it's awesome. Get over here, sister. I mean, like, there's so many things she could have said. And I personally, I like ambiguity and stuff, but I personally find it very satisfying that we don't know for sure and that Mademoiselle's last words are keep doubting. Um, I, I don't think I would have been satisfied Hearing the words from from Anna. Hmm. Yeah. No, I, personally. Well, personally. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm wondering if her words are really all that important. You know, it's just, it's not. Absolutely. It's not part of the, what this movie is about. So. <laughs> what do you um, mean? I, I just mean, um, whatever she says is just not really that important to the plot. Um, you don't think so? I think it's incredibly important. No, uh, no, I don't. <laughs> oh, I, I mean, how could you? How 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 could the? I mean, I guess the director could just make something up and say like, oh yeah, she's, uh, you know, like you said, it, you know, we're all riding unicorns or you know, right? Yeah, but, anything um, that they would have given her to actually verbalize wouldn't have been satisfying it's, yeah, no, it's much exactly. better left that's why i'm saying head. it's just yeah like let it leave it alone and 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 just leave it ambiguous oh i see you mean the actual literal words aren't important to the plot yeah. i thought you meant that scene yeah. i'm like no 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 the yeah. plot is ex extremely important no no her <laughs> words are not important to the plot <laughs> like that beetlejuice juice is going straight to your head well yes that too but <laughs> It's like Scarlett Johansson whispering to Bill Murray. You don't know what she yes. said. Yes, yes, but yeah, that kind of feeling with it. Yeah, but I yeah. like that scene with Mademoiselle where she's like, takes off her headscarf and you know yes. removes her. Did she have a wig on? I, I can't. She remember had a now. she had a, a piece, a little piece. Yeah, yeah. and then yeah, like, eyelashes, takes eyelashes. Her face falsies off and takes her makeup yeah. off, and you know, like yeah. she 
she like basically disrobes, you know, <laughs> right. her, her costume, you know, before like click, you know, putting a gun in her mouth. But yeah, um, I just like the way that that was done. It was again, it's a very well filmed movie. And I, I, I like that about it. There's something poignant and significant to it. Either like she's saying she wants to be like pure or she's like you said, she's taking off the, the guys. Mm hmm. Again, I guess it's how you interpret the ending is how you would interpret what she's doing there. But yeah. Pismo Mark is bringing up about the, the age old debate. He says about what's con- what is right or wrong to people, basically, you know, what might be right for some people is wrong for others. So totally. there's, there's a baseline that, you know, who establishes that baseline of what's considered right or wrong. He yes. says it's the, the age old debate. Oh yes. So. The question of morality in society yep. is yeah. very fascinating. And well, you could, you could almost morals. even, um, it's like they're seeking knowledge, but there's like this ethics problem as well, you know, so right. like not yeah. knowledge versus ethics. And, you know, they're obviously like, Nope, we're going all in on the, on the knowledge. It, it's, like <laughs> it's like Jurassic Park. It's like Jurassic Park. Like just cause you could, doesn't mean that you should. <laughs> That's right. Can I read this you what, movie uh, is basically Jurassic Park. Yes, go ahead. <laughs> what Scott, what, how Scott feels about it. Producer Scott? Producer Scott. I know him. Oh, you do know him, but let me, can I read to the people? <laughs> to the people with Producer Scott? I know how, him. Go ahead. How he feels. He says, uh, more than torture porn, modders, modders, martyrs, 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 contains context and messaging that doesn't always exist in the genre while masterfully executed the film seems to relish in an unrelenting emotional state of hopelessness and inevitability that culminates in its main character ultimately accepting her fate it's only when she gives up agency that she finds peace and understanding which left me deeply disturbed and psychologically scarred so scarred is a that's scarred, some yeah. pretty heavy words my dude <laughs> yeah. um but i very well I, said though very well written very yeah. well said um of course and everybody everybody's gonna bring their own baggage to any film <laughs> and you know an interpretation and life experience um i i've told him this i disagreed that it's hopeless because of the way i interpret the end as kind of anna you know, kind of getting the last laugh, essentially. But um, it is definitely a movie about pain and suffering. And that's exactly what um, Pascal has said. It is. And every and every kind yeah. of pain and suffering. Yes. I mean, you know, emotional, physical, I mean, every kind of pain. Next yeah. time you get a sunburn, you will feel like Anna. When she- <laughs> you, just, <laughs> you just can feel it, right? You're just like, you, when you're like that raw nerve. It's like when you hit your elbow, it's like that over your whole body. I yes, imagine. Sure. <laughs> exactly. Like, well, like you say, when you use a little little bit of the uh what do you call it? Sanitizer on your on your yeah. paper cut. Yes. Yeah. Well, I'm so glad that you guys watched this movie with me. Um, like I said, I get a lot out of it. And I, I think it's um I think it's an important part of the horror lexicon myself to take in, though I realize it's not for everybody. And um, let's say this at the end, massive trigger warnings for just about everything, Um, (laughs) except for I don't think there's any um, sexual assault. No, I mean, surprisingly, like, yeah, 
I mean, God. No. Nope. It would have been easy to go there, and I'm proud of you. It would have been. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Pascal. Yeah. Thanks for. And it was, I, and maybe that was because that's something the cult like found morally reprehensible. Hilariously, you know, they'd be like, we would. That never. was, that was like the one, the one ethics that they, yeah, <laughs> that they were like, well, oh, not, we couldn't. They're not there to, you know, de, huh, well, I'm saying de, demoralize is the wrong word. They're not there Dehumanize. to, like, you know, Yes, I guess that's a better word. For They're not trying to dehumanize. I can't even say the word now. My whiskey's gone, just so you guys know. I finished it. So <laughs> and there's Jake in the background. But and there's Jake. About. I mean, they're not trying to like make, you know. Yeah. They're I think they're not that wasn't their goal. Their goal is to break them down to the point where they can, can martyr, but not to take away their I don't know, their human Dig- yeah. decency dignity dignity i can't even talk anymore never mind i mean it's I not I it's not unlike <laughs> what we do at the cult show where we take our audience and we berate them and we break them down till they're nubbins till they're just raw nerves and then we say we love you right and then we pour some hydrogen peroxide on it and say <laughs> it'll get your, better it won't in fact <laughs> get in the bathtub thank you for your blood sacrifice Kelly, Kelly says pain with a side of existentialism. That's <laughs> so, right. There you go. Good, uh, hmm. Existentialism, nihilism, all the isms, man. Yeah. So I, I read, I read a few things um, that said uh, Pascal. How'd you say his last name again, Sandra? Oh God, Lauger. Lauger. He said this was inspired. By hostile, but where hostile was about suffering, martyrs was about pain. So I'm not that really too. sure, like where the where the difference is there, but um, just thought I would pass that along. I've heard that too, and um, I, I to be honest, I've not heard that from the source, but I've heard that like quote bandied about the internet, right? So. So yeah, these are all things that I do not have any sort of backup on, but I'm going to pass them off anyway. Uh, pass them he, off as fact. Uh, no, no, I'm saying I have no backup for this whatsoever. So do what you will with it. Um, he wrote this during a state of clinical depression bordering on suicidal thought, hence the nihilistic and depressing subject matter. Now that, that I believe kind of makes sense, right? Yeah. Jake says, oh, let me get in on this. <laughs> yeah. Um, to both, cause trouble. Both actresses have stated that they would never work with uh, Pascal again. I, I know that he has said that it, um, I mean, he had to put them through so much. So that and might that's, be. A, that's my next note. <laughs> yeah. That might be a mutually agreed upon term. <laughs> so, He's like, I don't want to do that to you. You don't want to do this. So we're so good. <laughs> he, he said that the hardest problem was to keep both actresses crying the entire time. When you think about it, like for the majority of the film, they are in like an extreme state of duress, you know, and that's um, at light, Neil. Uh, yes, that's called a, it's called a cat. <laughs> Your cat's perfect. I blame you. Um, no, <laughs> like that, that would be, like, <laughs> but that would be hard to keep up that, that energy all the time. Oh, you know, that's not yes. something you can just like turn off and turn on. So I'm kind of wondering what he had to do to them to like get them to those, to those points. 
long hour. I mean, like, it's so hard to say. And then there's also, like, you know, film sets are... It's a lot. I mean, the actors obviously channel a lot. But then there's also, you know, the camera guy eating a bagel and the craft services table over here. And, like, (laughs) you know, like, I mean, it's kind of... It's kind of like when Neil and I were talking about how, but it's not real, you know, is there is a little bit of like, you have to wonder what the energy was like on the set. Like, how do you kind of keep that vibe going or, or don't you, I, I don't know. Right. I don't know if they were cracking wise. Well, I know they weren't eating bagels cause it was France. So they were eating croissants. So that's Oh, I like a, a nice flaky croissant. Yeah. Croissant. So it was a happy yeah. set. Happy yeah. song. Yeah. Happy set. Well, I mean, I will say that, the two actresses did an amazing job. I really felt so that, good. Um, their their acting was impeccable. So. Masterclass, yeah, masterclass level of acting. I agree. Absolutely. So, hey, should we lighten hey. it up a little bit? If you insist. <laughs> I insist. <laughs> How about we come back to a little game of our good friend Alice, sweet Alice Cooper's horror box. Let's play. Oh, why not? Let's play a little. Let's have a little fun. Lighten it up. I was having a great time. I know you were, but you know, (laughs) just do do us a favor, Sandra. (laughs) Let's have let's have what the the normal folk would consider a fun time. The normies, the rubes. Okay, so I am going to ask ask the questions. You two are going to give your responses. And then uh, Kayla wants to let the, the group try to weigh in, which there's a 10-second delay. So we'll do our best to somehow make this uh, democratic. Sure. Shall we'll we try. We can, we'll try. You know, we, can, we can stretch it out. We can. <laughs> All right. So for those who don't know, this is Alice Cooper's Horror Box, or like we said now, it's Alice Sweet Alice Cooper's Horror Box. I'm going to ask a question. Title. Yes, and they're going to provide... They have cards, basically, and they're going to pull their cards that best answer the question that I ask. Okay. Are you ready, Caleb I'm and ready. Sandra? I'm ready. ready. I'm okay. ready. I'm ready. Speaking of happy questions, happy times, I know someone is about to be killed when they are... My answer right. is vaping with Dracula. Oh. I know oh. someone is about to be killed when they are vaping with Dracula. Vaping with Dracula. Uh, I'm going to go with asking too many questions about the girls in my freezer. Oh, geez. Yes. That. They're just in there. That could be an issue. <laughs> Might end poorly I for mean, you. You know, if they're asking the questions, they got to go. <laughs> but that means. Yeah, okay, yeah. Sandra, say yours again. I know, I know someone's about things. to be killed when they are. Vaping with Dracula. And Caleb? Asking too many questions about the girls in the freezer. In my freezer. In your freezer. Okay. Not just anybody's freezer. Not just anybody's freezer. My freezer. All right. (laughs) So, chat, do you guys have a either way for you? Okay. Well, we've got Mark Vision's Truth going with girls in freezer. LOL. That's one. Lol. Well, <laughs> see, Kayla, this is why we can't do it. It takes too long. Oh, fine. When we're on a delay. <laughs> oh, fine. Be that way. You know what? Just say how you feel. Just say how okay. you feel in the chat. How do you feel? P. 
His no mark also says Caleb's. So we're gonna go with girl in the freezer. Girls. I, I I am doing a different tactic for this game. I okay. am completely picking my card at random. 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 I'm not oh. looking at it. I'm just gonna pick it. You're doing that. All one. right. All right. All right. We'll see what happens. See where the yeah. chips. Are. All right. Question number two. Welcome to hell. May I offer you? My answer is <laughs> underage drinking. <laughs> nice. Welcome um, to hell. May I offer you underage drinking? Welcome to hell. May I offer you a vegan nightmare before Christmas? <laughs> Vegan? vegan? What does that mean? Um, by the way, mine, uh, my answer that I picked at random, it reminds me of Spooky Summer Party episode we did a couple episodes back with the Hell House, the haunted yes. the Christian haunted houses, where they'd be like, here's some booze, oh, right, right, right. and then they end up in hell. It's a little on the nose. That is a little, you're right, that is a little on the, that is a little on there. All right, so we have Welcome to hell. May I offer you some underage drinking? <laughs> or what was yours again, Caleb? Uh, a vegan nightmare before okay, Christmas. A vegan nightmare before Christmas. How could I have forgotten that one? <laughs> All right. Well, I think you have to go with Sandra's. I think with the hell house, you know. I mean, here's the thing. I'm just, I'm playing for love. Love of the game. I just like I just like going random here. I, I'm no, we're, rogue. we're 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 going to pull uh, we're going to pull we're going to do a Sandra for the rest of the game. So you're right. just going to do randos. It's just randos. But just Neil, randos. Neil, you have to give me a number of one through twelve. <laughs> like oh right my god! Now? And and what? and I will and I will read it. Yeah, what I, I'm because doing? I numbered mine. What, oh. Oh, what I'm doing is I'm just like, bloop, 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 yeah. like <laughs> I actually lands. typed mine up and numbered him and put them in a word document. And oh, Jesus. very nice. Very nice. My, look at you. <laughs> okay, Kayla, which ones have you smarty. already read so I don't call on them? Uh, I have done eight and 11. Okay. Caleb, you're going with number three next. Okay. Okay, question is, the Horror Hall of Fame includes Freddy Krueger, Jason, and... Recommending a true crime podcast. Nice. <laughs> That's okay. funny. As somebody who listens to a fuck ton of true crime <laughs> podcasts, anytime like somebody else finds out you're into true crime, they're like, oh, have you listened to? Oh, have you listened to? Oh, have you listened to? So it's like, I feel that on a personal level. And it's like, there's too many true crime podcasts. <laughs> there's a lot of them. All right, All right, what Caleb, was it again, Neil? The Horror Hall of Fame includes Freddy Krueger, Jason... And my girlfriend asking, are you mad at me? <laughs> are you mad at me? Okay. You know, there's some boyfriends that ask that too often, too. I, I am just reading the card I'm that was saying. sent to me. All right. How about my partner? You're picking another one? Partner my spouse. My no, spouse. no, I'm just saying, I'm just reading oh, oh, spouse. It He's ungendering my it. spouse, okay. my significant other, my, my better right. half asking, are you mad at me? Okay, gotcha. All right. Well, my cat asking, "Are you mad at me?" Uh, you know, I think you both win that round. <laughs> Ooh, right, your, cat, your, your, your cat, your cat, like knocks something over. Are you mad at me? Are you mad at me? How about now? Are you mad at me? Yeah. Well, looking right. at you while he's doing it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. About chewing up your headphones. Yeah. Um. All right. Here we go. The ghost in my house contacted me by. 
I love ghosts. You did say I would like this one. And my answer is (laughs) a magical adventure through the land of entrails. (laughs) Oh, nice. That's actually a type of divination where you look at entrails. That totally works. Good job, ghost. Give me a a number. Okay. uh, You're going to go with number 12. Um, The ghost of my house contacted me by. Saying, I think he's gone. <laughs> saying, I think he's gone. Oh my All god, right. that'd be the that latest ghost ever. <laughs> You'd be like, hello, did somebody just say something? <laughs> I think he's gone. And they're talking about you. They're like, I think he's gone. It's like, I'm not gone, I'm right here. It's kind of fucked up. They're like gaslighting yeah. you. <laughs> or, or, you know, you could take the journey through the entrails. I don't know. <laughs> I don't so know. Crazy. However, you got to get that ghost. Get so that instead ghost. of the ghost, you know, the ghost being like, you know, get out. He's just going yeah. like, you know, I think he's gone. Right. <laughs> right. Like, I'm not, they probably can't see the poor deers. <laughs> yep. Next. All right. Um, I learned about my family's questionable past when I was haunted by a lawnmower being started manually. Oh. That's like some lawnmower lawnmower man vibes, yeah? Lawnmower being started manually. It's a horrible sound. That's how the family was killing people. Okay. Lawnmower. Lawnmower man. Neil, give me a number. Number five? Number five. A goth teenager. (laughs) I learned about my family's Crestville past when I was haunted by a goth teenager. Could have been the ghost from the first question. that, That might do it. Oh. All right, I yeah, I think you guys, you guys, it's both fun got to be random. One. It's fun to be yeah. random, man. I'm liking it. This is working for me. Next, okay. You know a death scene is coming whenever you hear the sound of knocking back some cold ones with the boys. <laughs> <laughs> that makes no sense. No sense. This change, is when the lawnmower could have come in. Knocking back <laughs> some cold ones with the cult show. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> That's when death is coming. All right, Caleb, number one. You know uh, death is seen as coming whenever you hear the sound of... Crescendoing over dramatic music. <laughs> Very on the nose. Very on the nose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's like so some weird. very that's like some unimaginative per- person's answer and it's like no we didn't mean like literally how do you know anyway it's fine skip it's it fine. it's fine okay yeah. okay um all right blank is scarier than any monster imaginable uh oh i gotta pick a rando <laughs> could you read it again i love this one Yes, blank is scarier than any monster imaginable. Oh my god. A ghost who really wants to sell me some knives. <laughs> <laughs> it's scarier than any monster imaginable. That's probably true. I mean, does he try to t- sell you illegal switchblades? Is he trying to sell you like some fancy like chef knives? What yeah. is this ghost no. doing? Definitely some Tijuana contraband coming from that ghost. So there's no question. Maybe he has all of it. He's like, you know what? This one? How about this one? This is like, you could do a real good job with this. And it's like, leave the fuck alone. We have the most annoying ghosts in this conversation. (laughs) Hey, Sandra, look at these knives. It slices. It dices. (laughs) Look at that tomato. (laughs) 
You can it's even like, cut a, can, a tin can with it. Oh my god! And it's it's like those hustler people on the streets, and you're like, I just I just am trying to go to my bathroom. I'm just trying to go to my bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kayla, blank is scarier than any monster imaginable. All right, you gonna give me a number? Oh, nine. Uh, number nine. Creepy twins staring at me in a Waffle House bathroom stall. Yeah. God, that one's for you. It's the great twins. Waffle Houses. Yeah. <laughs> but it's in a, why is it in a Waffle House? <laughs> That's the restroom stall. Come eat waffles a, with yeah, us, it's Danny. It's not just a Waffle House. It's the bathroom stall <laughs> in a Waffle House. And Eva, and they're just like covered in syrup, and they're just like anything they touch is sticky now. So then everything's just fucking sticky. You'll have diarrhea forever and ever. Eva, come chat with us, Danny. You'll have chicken and waffles forever. You'll have. Oh, oh that's funny. <laughs> and your cat is doing some like he's freaking hardcore back there. <laughs> <He is. laughs> I came in like a wrecking ball. Jake, he must have got some of those chicken and waffles. So, <laughs> oh shit, he just ah, the lip is going over. <laughs> Bet. Oh, fuck Bet. I want to be in a waffle house right now. <laughs> with Jake, I want to be in a waffle house with Jake the cat. Waffle house, man. <laughs> I've driven by a few of those in my day, but I've never actually stopped and gone in. I always want to, but just never have. I don't know so. if that's is that something like we don't. We no, really it's all have been a lot in of the waffle. No, yeah, we, we don't, don't really have, have that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've been to IHOP. So. Yeah, we've got no. Denny's, IHOP, but, but no. I've been to a Sherry's Diner, Arrows. <laughs> yeah, not, not the, the same. same. Nope. Waffle houses tend to be a little more, at least from what I've seen, where I've been, the places that I've been and seen them, which has been Mississippi um, and Missouri and Tennessee, I think, is where I've seen them. And Oh, and Florida. And they, they look like they've been used a lot. Oh. So lots of use in kinda, the waffle houses. Kind of truck stoppy vibes a little, maybe? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, okay. But, and I, again, I'm not saying anything bad. I've never been inside of one, but just driving by on the road. Waving to you the weren't, Waffle House. You weren't tempted by the ghosts of the Waffle House, Scott. It's it. always been like, I've always been doing something else, you know what I mean? I like, wasn't like, sure. let's go pull over and get, you know, go get some food. It's Sure. But sure. Anyway. One day. Sure. I have been to a Cracker Barrel. <laughs> I finally did one of those a few years ago. Oh, yeah. Cracker Barrel. I just love the name. Yep. Because <laughs> I don't okay. understand it. How about one more? <laughs> Please. Let's close it out. <laughs> Okay, um, okay, here, here's another one. A person's death only turns into a ghost if they die by. <laughs> Watching every Puppet Master movie in one sitting. Yeah. That's very specific. Uh, that would do um, it. That would do uh, it. I enjoy me some Puppet Master. That's a childhood uh, favorite for me. Yeah. But um, I, I guess ever... if I, if I want to be a ghost, that's how I'm going to do that's it. That's what you do. Watch them all. Blade, I'm gonna watch Blade and just you know, just be feeling it. Get them all, <laughs> Caleb. A person's death only turns into a ghost if they die by number. Right. What's left? Um, two, four, six, or seven. Well, could you do six? 26. I like six. Six. I like the number Absolutely six. 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 A serial killer with a sense of humor. 
Oh, they gotta have jokes. They gotta have jokes. Bye bye. Okay. They got jokes. Serial killer with a sense of humor. All right. And you know what? There's not a lot of those. No, No, I guess not. I guess not. You're right. It's about as rare as my puppet master situation. (laughs) I think I had a sense of humor. Who? <laughs> your boyfriend. You cut out. Your, you, oh, again. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, he was. He was just. I, I he think was, in order to like, he, he was a his, laugh riot. <laughs> make his arts and crafts. He he had a sense of humor. Well, you know, it was before the internet. People had to do something. <laughs> had to do something. Like, yeah. I mean, imagine if he was today and he had a Netsy page, though. Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna pass on any belts. Then he might. Would you the lampshades? Would you? I don't want a nipple belt, Caleb. No, would you want one? I, I, you know, I'm not buying it. I think you're saying it, but I I don't think you'd pass. (laughs) No, I'm not buying it. I'm not buying the nipple belt. (laughs) But if someone gave it to you, oh my god, I'd be like, oh my god, that's so sweet of you. Oh my god, you got me the spell. Nipple belt. Nipple belt. (laughs) I'm just. I'm. It's going to end up in a white elephant someday. <laughs> Can we all get matching nipple belt tattoos, too? <laughs> uh, negative ghostwriter, that pattern is full. No more nipple belts for Sandra. No. All right. Hey. You're no fun, Sandra. Do we know what we're doing next week? <laughs> hey, I picked I, I this week. I don't know, Neil. It's your pick. That's Do we you, know what Neil. You're doing next week. <laughs> I don't think Neil knows what he's doing right now. No, it's true. I, I don't. Um, you know, I've been thinking of a movie um, to watch that I haven't seen since I was a really youngin kid. Fortress. Which one? <laughs> <laughs> the Australian one. Yeah, we should watch that. That was a good film. No. Cooey, 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 baby. Okay, so this is out of my wheelhouse. Some, okay. um. And because so it's a fantasy film, and I don't really do fantasy films typically, but okay. I remember this film being a pretty decent one. Sandra's making me making the god awful faces. Our podcast. I'm, I'm so, so I'm She's so like, confused by where this is going. <laughs> like I, I feel like this is a very apologetic preamble, what, and I'm scared. What, not no, for me, I'm like Neil. Fantasy does not compute. Right, <laughs> like, I know. That's my thing, head so. is like no, exactly. Okay. But I remember this film being pretty good because it had violence and it had a little bit of gore. And I don't know. I remember it being a pretty good film. So I think we should give the film Dragon Slayer yes! a watch. I, I haven't seen awesome. that since I was probably five or six. So I, uh, okay. I suppose I'm due. What do you guys think? Is that all right? No, it's horrible. Hate that movie. No. Can we, <laughs> can we do a quiz about dragons? About dragons? Yeah, let's do can we talk about can dragons. We do a, can we do a dragon quiz or something? Dragons? Can we do it after? Yes. Okay. So, Dragon Slayer followed by but you have to a say dragon dragon. quiz. But you have to say <laughs> dragons. 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 <laughs> dragons. <laughs> Is that good? Dragons. It's a great pick, Neil. Just, just so you know, I'm not going to hate this movie. Okay, good. <laughs> I have no idea know. how I'm going to. F- I don't remember it even slightly. So, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. I I remember it being having some good some good parts in that. So, okay. but we'll see. I could be completely wrong. It's been a long time. Do yeah. the dragons? 
Assemble the dragons! Assemble the dragons! Let's get the dragons in here. All right. This will hopefully make Scott feel a little happier next week, too. Having something a little easier to wrap his... <laughs> wrap his fractured brain around. We'll see how so. this one scars this time. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, everyone. We appreciate it. Don't forget to go look us up on all social yes. media things and send us whatever you, whatever you want to send us. Thumbs up, <laughs> likes, <laughs> send bad us so, social social media validation. Send yeah, us that and subscribe to this show. God bless it. I know you're here. You're lurking. You're watching. Just hit that subscribe button, would you? Yeah, believe it or not, it doesn't cost you anything. Like it really doesn't. It doesn't cost you anything. <laughs> it's, it's free. 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 It's free. All right, Scott, take us out if you're still awake. He's there. Okay. He's old, he's awake. Or he's I was awake. on a timer. Uh, <laughs> perfect timer. <laughs> All right, hungry boy, Laura, Kelly, Visco Mark, Martin, Washington, Mike the Bee, Mindy and Laura. I think I already said Mindy. You got no, I said Laura. Laura, you got two. Uh, she deserves it, you know? She does. She does. Um, but um, is that everyone already? That's everybody. Oh, cool. I don't know. I can't see. Can't be. Can't be. Well, if I forgot anyone else, I apologize. I think that was it. Goodbye. Bye. One more time. Dragons. Dragons. The Culture is filmed before a live studio audience in Santa Rosa, California. Check out the video version of this podcast on YouTube. Or find us online at theculture.com. We appreciate you listening and hope you can leave some positive comments. Thanks again and talk with you soon. You'll have chicken and waffles forever. <laughs>